Hey everyone, we are back with our audio scouting reports. Fired up to be back talking players, so we won't waste much time before we get in. Let me first make sure to remind you, check out all our player episodes as well as our Wednesday specials. Tomorrow, we will have our conversation with Mike Riddleman, Director of Scouting and Player Personnel with the College Gridiron Showcase, an all-star game that is run as well as any of them out there. Great conversation. You won't want to miss that one. These next few weeks, we'll we'll have some conversations with strength and conditioning coach Jesse Ackerman. Buckle up for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. But excited to get back into talking players, so let's jump back in. Today, we're going to talk about Luke Schoonmaker, tight end at Michigan. little background on him, fifth-year player in 2022 that came into the season with big expectations for the team, not only for them, but across scouts draft boards as well. Going back to 2018, was a three-star recruit out of Hamden Hall Country Day in Hamden, Connecticut. Listed at 6'6 and 229 coming out of high school. Have a verified height of just over 6'5 now, so a slightly inflated number recruiting height. But that's uh, about expected for the way the recruiting goes. At 229 was definitely going to be a developmental body. Michigan must have known they had something and believed in the development that they would have with him as they were just one of five offers he received. Indiana in the mix as well as along with slightly less powerful football programs, UConn, East Carolina, and UMass. Again, Michigan's going to beat a lot of big schools, much less this list, so it was no surprise that he committed to Michigan prior to that senior year of high school, never looked back. On campus 2018, took a developmental redshirt, saw action in one game. There were a number of NFL tight ends on that roster in front of him, so just kind of stayed behind him and kept working. Into 2019, saw action in 11 games, worked primarily on special teams, though he did get some you know, backup cleanup snaps on the offensive side of the ball. 2020, just that development continued, saw his role continue to grow, played in all six games during that COVID-shortened season. And then 2021, saw that jump to a starter status, 10 of the 14 games there, uh, caught 17 passes in a dominant and run-heavy offense that ultimately got Michigan into the college football playoff. Not a ton of pass-catching opportunities for scouts to look at, but he was among the top of the names to watch at the position coming into the 2022 season as a potential 2023 draft pick. So far this year, 2022, started all eight games. His 28 catches for 299 yards and two touchdowns put him in a good spot to hear his name called in April of 2023. We mentioned before his height, just over 6'5 now, weighs in right around that 250 mark both those numbers right where teams are going to expect a tight end that can play both Y and F. We'll talk a lot about that as we get through him. His estimated 40 time that's kind of floating out there is going to be something to watch enough speed to be a pass threat. But again, not a number that's going to make you think he's going to be a dominant F patch pass catching tight end. But again, we'll get into that a little bit more with that run heavy offense at Michigan. You know, they're continuing to carry the load this year as they knock off wins one by one teams in the NFL are going to expect this guy to be ready to play on rundowns early, but let's take a look and see what the film say. So first, his strengths. This is a long and linear athlete. Again, we touched on that projected 40 time. Um, again, four, seven plus. I think he's actually going to be a little bit faster than that. I think he is a straight line athlete at this point. I think he's going to get down 
flirt with that four, six, a little bit could break that number with the good training that he will do. Um, he's going to be a vertical seam threat. He's going to be able to run away from linebackers. Again, I don't think he's going to be breaking a lot of guys off, but again, that straight line speed to open up the top of the defense is something that every team looks for, whether it's a wide out or whether it's a tight end. If you have a matchup, you win one-on-one, -on -one, you can get vertical, have the speed to do it. You're going to be coveted. Uh, another strength is just that developmental strength upside. This is still a very lean player that looks like he should still fill out his 6'5 plus frame. Uh, if the numbers are right and he's added, you know, about 25 pounds since coming to Michigan, I think that maturity, that growth will still continue to allow him to be a complete three down tight end. I expect this guy to be another five, 10 pounds heavier um, through the process as he, you know, works on that strength, um, you know, continues to grow, mature through the process on the weaknesses side right now he does have a little bit of lack of strength he does look a little bit like a f only in some of the times when he blocks i talked about the expectation that this player has uh in this offense he can block but there are some ugly snaps um in snaps where he does look under strength versus defensive ends i would call him a positional blocker only at this point gets his hips underneath him too much loses leverage does not have the strength to move defenders in the downhill run game is going to lose more base blocks right now versus defensive linemen than he wins. Um, again, there is a strength upside. I think it's still there. I think he's going to get there. But again, right now, early on in his NFL career, this guy's going to be a little bit of a limited blocker. If he's in on a rundown, probably expect teams either you know, get him on the move, maybe run zone to him, run power away from him. The other thing on the weakness side, I see some route tree limits with this guy. Again, linear athlete. He's going to be best utilized, elongated, vertical routes. Does flash some snap down going straight forward. I don't expect this guy to be a snap off um, you know, route runner. Again, if you get him in man coverage, just have him run away from his defender most of the time. If you get against the safety, uh, he's got a little bit of size advantage. Get him in the catch rate. If you get a linebacker, send him vertical, get the elongated routes. He'll be able to run away from him, um, which goes right along with what he wants to do. So what do we see on film? An all-downs tight end at Michigan plays both in line and split. You occasionally see some move snaps from him. We'll play from the hips at, hip at times in some of those wham situations, but he stays pretty traditional in terms of a Y and F tight end. Linear athlete, good overall athleticism, good speed and acceleration on the train tracks. Again, that's where he is going to stay. Keep him on a line and he'll be all right. Good speed to get vertical and open up throws. He is an easy mover guy. Guy that looks like he probably has a basketball background in the way he moves. Good balance, good body control, stays under control in all that he does. Again, when he does that, it makes me think that he's going to continue to grow and be able to play with the frame he has. Does have good hands, good catch radius in the past game. He can extend and snatch the ball. Will body catch when things get tight into his body over the middle. When he does have the ball, he's a get-what-is-there runner. Will run through some contacts, does play with good uh, good uh, strength through contact, but is not going to make many defenders miss. In the run game, this is a movement and position blocker. As we talked about, more of a zone blocker at this point than a downhill gap scheme blocker. He wants to seal, move quickly, position block, influence block against bigger defenders, get them away from the play, and then just seal them off. He will work to base with average strength at this point. Again, this guy gets his hips underneath him a little more than I like to see, loses leverage, will get his uh, you know head and shoulders knocked back a little bit, not going to create a ton of movement at the point. 
He does have quickness and range to work in space, has good toughness to put his nose on moving defenders. Not going to be a nasty tone setter as a blocker, but he's not going to shy away either. You would not be able to work in Coach Harbaugh's offense if you were doing that. Overall, this is a guy that is going to be asked to play Y and F tight end at the NFL level. It's going to take a little bit of time for him to play uh, on the play side in the run game as a Y, but I do think he has the frame and the upside to do it. So who are my player comparisons? The first one, this one immediately stuck in my mind. That was Harrison Bryant. Uh, Harrison was a fourth round pick of the Browns in the 2020 draft out of Florida Atlantic. Uh, checking in a little lighter than Luke. Harrison was about 230, uh, but right about the same height. Harrison ran a 47340 to combine, which I think Luke will actually be a little faster than that. Both guys linear pass catching tight ends that will have the ability to stretch the defense uh, on the train tracks. With the size advantage for Luke, it will allow him to be a little bit more complete three down player eventually. The other guy, a little bit more recent, Charlie Kohler. Fourth round pick of the Ravens, 2022 draft out of Iowa State, currently on IR, but ex expected to be back. Charlie checked in at 6'6 and 250. Sounds familiar right about where Luke is now. Charlie was a pass-catching machine for Brock Purdy out at Iowa State. Has some of the same questions with the run game coming out. Again, can he play in line at the point, create movement? Now, the biggest difference for these two guys at about the same height weight is the frame on Luke appears to be a little bit wider, may allow him to hold a little bit more weight than Charlie did. Charlie was a narrow, um, you know, thinner, thinner hip, thinner shouldered player than Luke is. Again, Charlie's probably maxed out at that 250 range if that's where he still sits today. Uh, Luke is just going to have a little bit more frame to be able to hold the weight a little bit better, a little bit more evenly. So where do I see this player in the NFL? I gave you two fourth round comparisons. So I can imagine you uh, think you know where I'm going with this one. And if you guess the third round, you are correct. So I compared him to two fourth round picks. Why do I say third round? So Charlie and Harrison, both good players that I expect to contribute for a long time in the NFL. But Harrison at 230, he would have to go a long way to have the size and strength needed to be a through three down true Y and F type tight end. For Charlie, that 6'6 frame does not look like he's going to be able to support much weight. He is more narrow-hipped, likely going to stay right where he is as more of an F tight end. Both of these fourth-rounders were drafted for more part-time roles, pass-catching roles, not going to be asked to be three-down players that would function as a top-line Y and F tight end. For Luke, though, he does look like a guy that's going to fill out, be a little bit more able to maintain the speed he has while he gains the weight. So I take Luke in the third round, knowing he is eventually going to be a starting tight end on all three downs, capable of playing as a rundowns tight end, blocking at the point of attack, while also opening up the vertical and edges in the pass game. A third round draft pick is going to be expected to be a starter sometime in his first few years in the NFL. I fully expect that to be Luke Schoonmaker. So I'm going to put a third round grade on Luke and see where it goes throughout the process. We will continue to see Luke throughout the season. We will check in on the weight come all-star game and combine time and see if that third round grade holds up come April. But that does it today for Luke. Let me know if you agree, disagree at RightStepADV on Twitter or head over to rsafootball.com to give me a note. Make sure you check in tomorrow for our conversation with Mike Riddleman of the College Gridiron Showcase. That'll be our Wednesday special. 
and then we will be back on Thursday with another college player. Until next time, keep scouting.